Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way to 630. Phone number to join, as always, 877-337-6666. Got a great show for you today. Sadly, uh, for those of you Jet fans, like all of us, that uh, wanted Aaron Rodgers or thought Aaron Rodgers was coming here, uh, you find out today that that's dead. He is uh, not going to be a New York Jet. What? And you can uh, talk all you want about, oh, Nathaniel Hackett's here. That's going to get it done. The reality is that he ain't coming here because he's going to Las Vegas. So we can put that little uh, bad boy to bed. I now hope that Derek Carr wants to be a New York Jet. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, kid? I'm just curious. Is that coming from the same source that told you Tom Brady's going to Miami? Or the source that told you Deshaun Watson's going to Miami? Uh, no, much different source. Oh, yes, okay. yes. Uh, much cool. different source. This one gotcha. uh, comes to me, you know, after, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> eating certain things late at night. Were you, I was going to say, were you up past midnight last night? What happened? Were you up past midnight last night? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I was watching the Nets lose by 50 last Why? night. Why? I believe at one point I turned the game on. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. I thought I saw the score, Boston 27, yeah. Brooklyn 4. So to the audience. Is that, I, did I miss that? Did I have that right? I did not bring up the Nets. Yeah. I never mentioned them. I wouldn't even think of doing so. <laughs> but my basketball-loving, bald-headed partner decided yeah. unprovoked yeah. to just talk Nets basketball. Not me, him. Well, make that clear. it was twenty-seven to four. Yeah, I go. You I know what? I watched the game, bro. At this point, I think I'll turn it off and oh, go yeah? to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I actually started recording a Rico Bruni at halftime. Uh, you did not watch that entire game. You couldn't have. Come I, on. I, I very, very rarely, Craig, will shut a game off. It's very that was rare. The one last night, I even tweeted it. I said, for my sports mental health, yeah. I should stop watching this game. But I hung in there until halftime. As soon as I saw Frank Isola's face, no offense to Frank, <laughs> of course. I said, I'm out. I'm done. Peace out. I need to give myself a vacation, and I took it. So, yes, I shut it off Third at quarter. Halftime. Oh, halftime? Half I don't blame you. I mean, you, like, listen. Oh, gee, golly, as, thanks. As great a fan as you are, there are nights when you know. And last night was one of those nights. You know what? It's not only that. It's not only you know. It was pissing me off. Like every shot, every possession, every turnover, every Tatum play. I was getting angry. And I didn't think that was good for my inner, inner, innerness, you know? Your innerness? My innerness. Yeah, your soul. So I said, was. They stole your soul last night. They stole it, and then they shoved it down my throat. Yeah, yeah so Boston's got Brooklyn's soul. That's about the extent of the net talk today. <laughs> uh, listen, here's the deal on Aaron Rodgers. Like I told you. This is going to be this ongoing saga until uh, it, it becomes official. And I, the reason I bring this up is because I'm already sick and tired, not just on the Aaron Rodgers front, but just in general, the way the media is when it comes to, you know, random um, reports, not quoting anybody of note or anybody even on record, uh, because there's this thing going on. It's, it's been going on for a while now where there are reporters that cover teams or cover sports for a multitude of of outlets. And it's no longer about when I get news, I'm going to report it. And I hope I break news more than other people because I'm good at my job. And when I don't have things, I'm, I got nothing to report. Mm -hmm. And now we live in this world where it's got to be, I'm going to throw stuff up out there that there's enough possibility that it could happen that I might get it right. right, right. And if I don't get it right, well, I never said it was a lock to happen. I never said this is money to happen by 3 o'clock today. And the reason I say that is there's a report out there again today, and there'll be one tomorrow and another one on Monday and then one Super Bowl Sunday afternoon that, quote-unquote now, Joe Douglas 
is aggressively going after Aaron Rodgers. Right? Yeah. As if to say, wow, the Jets, you know, he's aggressively going after him. Well, the Jets, by proxy, are having uh, daily conversations with the Green Bay Packers about what they have to give up to get him. And they're talking to Aaron Rodgers about, you know, is this a place that you would want to come play? Blah, blah, blah. And it's made up. Because I can tell you as a fact that Joe Douglas has not picked up the phone or uh, gone to his email or his social media account and reached out to a random reporter and said, hey, look, I'm, I'm going after Aaron Rodgers aggressively. You can go ahead and print that. Right. I think you agree with me on that. I think that Joe Douglas has proven in the time he's been here he's a tight-lipped general Yes, manager. and he comes from a franchise, pardon me, a little uh, shrimp dumpling still left over from a lunch I ate in the car on the way down to for filming my own Super Bowl commercial. Uh, that being said, that's a story for another day, though, Evan. <laughs> it's quite a drop. Um, yeah. It's quite a flex, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, shrimp um, dumpling, Super Bowl yeah. commercial, basically implying a limousine all in oh, one no, no, sentence. No, no. I drove myself in my black 50,000-mile oh. Hyundai Elantra. Oh, okay, not as yes, impressive. Yes, I am not bougie. I used to be. Uh, but no, no, I drove myself. Parked on the street, probably get a ticket, but I'm here on time. Hmm. Uh, that being said, Joe Douglas isn't telling people what he's doing. No, I agree. He's not that kind of GM. And he comes from an organization that is. Philly notoriously uh, picks up the phone and calls Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, uh, literally before people even leave the room. That's documented. Right. And my problem with that is it's not right or fair to real, true uh, New York Jet fans in this case, but pick your uh, favorite team when it does happen to you because it's not based on anything factual. Yeah, I think the problem is we as fans are desperate for information, even if the information isn't true. Right. I really think that. Like, and by the way, of course, if you actually take the time, and I did last night, there are only, and I mean this, and please punch a hole in it if you can, there are two, and not three and not four, there are two AFC teams that are going to fight for Aaron Rodgers, if the Green Bay Packers do trade him, and I think a lot of people even say, you know, forgetting the fact that they may not trade him. Mm -hmm. If they trade him, in my opinion, he's either going to the New York Jets or the Las Vegas Raiders, and there's nobody else in the market. I think there's a third team in the AFC. Tennessee? Tennessee, yeah. All right. That'd okay. be the third team I'd wrestle in there. And I think that's a significant long shot. Yeah, but I think that right now, look. You know the way I am, the way you are. We are fans. We are diehard fans. I passionately want Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. So any little little nugget of information, any crumb that we get, yeah. we just swallow it whole. So sure. last night, Devontae Adams is doing a Q&A. He implies what neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers going to move to when he moves to Las Vegas. By the way, the question was asked by a Las Vegas Twitter account. Right. Like Las Vegas, the city. It's like a tourism account. Yeah, yeah. was the one that asked the question. Yep. And Devontae probably jokingly says, my neighborhood, and yet we all go nuts about that. Right. So I think a part of the problem we have in the sports media landscape of today is we are willing partners in all this. We just want information. We don't want to wait till the offseason. We don't want to just wait and see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Most of us are dying for information, even when the information is crap. Yeah, like I'm sure if you're a Las Vegas Raider fan, uh, you saw Devontae Adams tweet you went crazy in a positive manner. Then nothing. Yeah, Jet fans saw and said, oh no, we're losing him. By the way, it would have been the same thing if uh, Brees Hall tweeted that about the Jets. Like, it doesn't 
mean anything. Doesn't mean a damn thing. You know for a fact the Jets want him. You would have to assume the Raiders want him. Of course. You obviously have guys in both locker rooms that are probably going to their GM. You know, when they uh, stop by the facility saying, hey, what's the news on Aaron Rodgers? You know we could use him. You know we want him. What do I got to do to help get him? All that kind of stuff. But the reality is this. Obviously, they can. They have to wait to make it official. You know, June 1st, the deal will get done well before that. And you're now competing. I just, I don't think Tennessee becomes a real suitor, but I would agree they're the distant third place team. And I just look at the Jets for all the obvious reasons. And for those of you that don't follow close enough, the Raiders are a really good team, too. They've got a great tight end in Waller. They've got Devontae Adams, a top three or four wide receiver. Hmm. They have an above average defense. Hmm. And uh, you're saying all of yeah. that, and I hope you realize I know where you're going. That everything you just said contradicts your defense of Derek Carr from yeah. 48 hours ago. Yeah. If they're so good, that's right. As you described, Go ahead. how come they didn't win crap this Tell year with Derek Carr crap. quarterback? Because they had the worst fourth quarter defense in the AFC last you just, year. You just pontificate about how good they did. They have defense an above is. average defense. So why would Aaron want to go there? I mean, the Ravens have an above average defense. They sucked in the fourth quarter also. No, but for everything yes. you just said, yeah. Why would Aaron want to go there? Why wouldn't he want to go there? For the reasons why they couldn't win with the sturdy yeah. Derek Carr the last yeah. couple Well, of years. he's better than Derek Carr. Who is? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. No, I know that. It's not by a lot, but by a little. No, trust me, I'm aware. Yeah, not by a lot, by a little. Uh, and I mean, by the way, I am. I have no problem. I have no problem being a bridesmaid in this one and getting Derek Carr. That is Hunt, not That is not a negative. By the way, as much as we argue about Rodgers yeah. versus Carr, I 1,000% agree with yep. you. When I make my realistic quarterback list, realistic, because I love Jared Goff, but I don't think the Lions are going to trade him, so you kind of rule him out. But when I make my list, Derek Carr is the backup plan. Yes. I agree with you. And now, now yeah. I will say this. You'll agree with this. Yeah. If the Jets <clears throat> don't get Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. if the Jets don't get Derek Carr, and we assume Lamar Jackson winds up figuring it out and staying in Baltimore, this has been a bad offseason. Yeah, it's going to be disappointing, yeah. Because Tom Brady's out of the mix. He's not a backup. Right. You are now left, and I say left, it's probably not a fair way of saying it. If the New York Jets wind up with Jimmy Garoppolo, is he an upgrade? Yeah, you bet your ass it's he's disappointing. an upgrade. But you had a chance to get one of the better quarterbacks, and if we don't get either one, We'll find a way to make ourselves happy with Jimmy Garoppolo, but it'd be disappointing. Yeah, I mean, if you end up on the level of Garoppolo or Ryan Tannehill or guys like that while they're better than what they had last year, it's disappointing. But I'd even say this, Craig, as much as I'm good with Derek Carr as a second option, even that's a disappointment because he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not the first ballot Hall of Famer. He's not the guy who you think gives you a better shot, at least in the short term, to compete with the likes of Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. So there's different levels to the disappointment and the excitement. The grand slam is Aaron Rodgers. The nice, clean single to right is Derek Carr. The infield single is Jimmy Garoppolo. And then you pull the hamstring running to first base. I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's an upgrade. But it's not as big an upgrade as you wanted. Well, it's an upgrade, but it also is likely that he's not playing week nine because he injured himself. Now, I've got a story I was reading today online that fascinates me, a football-related, which is why I bring it up, and quarterback-related, which is why I brought it up. And the story goes that the Philadelphia Eagles, in their war room, in their pre-draft meetings, were trying to figure out how they could possibly move up in the draft two years ago, mm-hmm. and we're willing, apparently, as the story now goes, we're willing to offer just about anything and everything to draft a very specific player. Only one player they wanted. 
that they thought they could get. They knew they couldn't get up to one and obviously get Trevor Lawrence. But the Philadelphia Eagles were begging people to move up with the hope of drafting Zachariah Wilson. Imagine how different things would be if they why, did. Why would they have wanted I to do I don't know. That? I do not know. I And I was reading it. I started to troll Eagle fans again online They today. drafted Jalen Hurts a I know. year earlier. I know. Like they were they ready wanted, to just move on from him? They were ready to move on. That's crazy. And I found these articles and uh, you know, Philadelphia Eagle fan blogs, uh, literally, Evan, from 12 months ago, all right? In which uh, fans hated uh, Jalen Hurts. Well, he wasn't great. He his had first the three year. interception game yeah. against the Giants. He obviously got smoked by Tampa in a playoff game. And one of the stories was that, and I'll give the owner credit, Jeff Lurie. Jeff Lurie believed that he was the answer. Howie Roseman, their GM, wanted him out. And Evan, and that's one. So you're this I'm is t- thirteen months ago. No, 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 no. So yes. That- I'm trying to timetable this correctly. Go. So you're talking about going into the 2021 draft where the Jets selected Zach Wilson. Yes. Jalen was a rookie in 2020. Correct. Played a handful of games. That's right. Some positives, a lot of negatives. There were big question marks about him. Oh, no doubt. But incomplete. Like, we we didn't know. The guy played a handful of games. Uh Uh-huh. So that was the point where the Eagles were thinking or rumored to be thinking about Ah, screw it. This didn't work out. So That's a wasted second they round They wanted pick. Zach Wilson, all right? And then the following year, uh, Harry Roseman did not think that Jalen Hurts was the answer, and the fan base despised him. So for all these Eagle fans now that are yelling and screaming at me and calling me names and, you know, uh, you're bringing things up and attacking me, 13 months ago, oh. you were dying for him to be traded. I, th- I thought you were bringing this up. Not no, no, I'm just showing like the fans, etymology to, here. Oh, I thought you were just trying to remind Jet fans, see, you got to be patient with Zach Wilson. No, no, I'm definitely not saying oh, that. That's no, 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 not that's at all. That's how I took it. Not at all, not at all. I'm just saying it's funny how your know, things sometimes work out even when you do everything in your power to make them not work out. Well, I mean, look at Daniel Jones at a varying yeah. degree. Yeah. I mean, look at the view on him, but I, I, I don't think for the most part that patience always works out. Sometimes it does, and sometimes you're rewarded with Jalen Hurts having the year he's had in his second full season as a starting quarterback. But a lot of times, your patience is just spinning your wheels with crap. Yeah. So, listen, we got a lot to do today, lots of football, as we've almost made it through uh, the week prior to. Uh, We are not here tomorrow. I have no idea who's filling in for us tomorrow. Uh, I imagine it's not uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Uh, so I wish I could tell you who is, but I did listen to Tommy yesterday driving home, and my ears still hurt from being yelled at for uh, an hour and a half. That being said, love the energy, love the passion, love the consistency. That is a diehard Giant fan with a chip on his shoulder. I don't know why, but maybe he was made fun of as a he, kid. He had some very, very powerful last words when he signed off. He that said, I did not hear. Heard he the said, first half hour. Coming up, Net Celtics, you're about to get crushed. Try to enjoy the game anyway. My God. And then it happened to My God. There you go. There you go. All right, Tommy. Who's doing the bridge show tonight? Uh, I am again. What? Ooh, Look you at go. you. You're on fire. Three out of four. That's What's in, up with that, you over there, Big that's, Mac? That's not true, but. Feels like it's been three out of four. Well, yeah, it's two and two. He had the where he filled in for Keith makes it sound like. Oh, uh, that's but why the bridge yeah. shows are two for two. Two for two in the bridge. He got the bonus show because Keith had a day off. Got it. Yeah. All right, just a little, uh, little friendly competition. Are you, are you keeping score at home? Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> and, uh, next week's next week's three for me, two for him. So I'm sitting pretty next week. Nice. Next a rough week's week for week. me this week, but next week. <laughs> 
And is I'll it like no in every other in day, like your Monday, Wednesday, Friday, he's Tuesday, Thursday? No, or is it's, it Monday, kind of, Tuesday, it's Wednesday? kind of been like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are mine, and Thursday and Friday are his. Got it's it. Kind of All right. I like Should that. I put a poll out? Which bridge show do you like more, Loogie versus Big well, Mac, or is I, that not nice? I would wait till next week. Let them both get the, this week is a pro Tommy week. Next week is a pro Big Mac week. And then I think we do that poll right after okay. that. Well, Fair and enough. they can both uh, share in with Tweedledee and Tweedledum tomorrow. Now, oh, you guys are filling in? Yes. Oh, nice. Good for you. I said no to that. Okay, awesome. I'm <laughs> I sure guess you don't have great. the pull around here you thought you did. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't. I guess I don't. I may have been talking to myself when I said it, but uh, I may have also said something to Spike. Uh, by the way, your girl, Trista Crick, uh, Tommy's uh, sometime partner here, you know, when he does weekends and stuff, mm-hmm. but she fell for the all-time greatest troll job in the last month. I mean, it is. You got to bleep out the last word if you guys want to do that for me. Evan, I set this up perfectly. She cursed? You, oh, yeah, she cursed. That's how annoyed she was? So annoyed with me today, <laughs> as are half a million other people that watch the video. <laughs> so I'll just give you the, you want the quick setup now or later? Yeah. You can uh, it here's now. the setup. These are the five people that LeBron James cannot beat one-on-one. Stupid, right? Yeah, right. But there's a point to it. Kevin Durant. All right, you could certainly argue that, Kevin Durant, right? That's a fact, right? Though. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, so I go, I go Kevin Durant... Uh, I think I Luka? went Luka Doncic. Okay. Got to go Luka. Could argue that. However you want to do I'm it. I'm good with that. No problem. Steph Curry. Okay. Okay. And I go, he won't even take a step in from the logo, and he won't lose to LeBron. <laughs> and then I got funny. I went Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Oh, okay. okay? <laughs> and then the final guy that LeBron James cannot beat one-on-one. Jeremy Lin, specifically from February 5th to February 12th <laughs> in 2012. So it's, isn't it obvious what I'm doing? Yes, it is. Not to her, it wasn't. <laughs> Not to her. You guys give me that audio after the break, all right?